Marco Royce. Daniel Marlon! Wonderful! Fantastic from Royce. Jude Bellingham. That's excellent. Jude Bellingham. This is absolutely brilliant. Jude Bellingham! Absolutely magnificent. Rina. Brilliant from the American. Just like that. Graceful. Sally Hoots down for Anthony Modest. Royce. Not a bad idea. Hello and welcome back to the BBB Podcast. And for the very first time, I am your host, Carver. That's right, Jake ditched me. No, Jake is unfortunately busy tonight and we have a scheduling conflict for the rest of the week, but nevertheless, welcome. Today we are covering Borussia Dortmund's abysmal 2-0 defeat against Energy Drink FC in the quarterfinals of the DFB Pokal and their crucial response to keep the title ambitions alive against Union with a 2-1 win in the Bundesliga. But before we get to those matches, we have some breaking news from earlier this morning, as Julian Brandt has officially extended his contract with Dortmund until 2026. Juli stated, I am looking forward to the next few years in black and yellow, and I'm sure we'll have the opportunity to celebrate something big together. He went into more detail about his feelings about the club, which is on Dortmund's YouTube channel that they uploaded today, so feel free to uh, check that out. This is great news. Brent has completely turned his Dortmund career around in the past year. Uh, Jake and I talk about him all the time on the show, hashtag Brent boys. Uh, he's easily been one of, if not our best playmaker in attack. He's showing more aggression and competency in his defensive efforts as well, dropping deeper into the midfield to help progress the ball. It's just been overall very exciting to see that we have a region in my opinion, of Royce, in a sense, for this team for years to come. So again, Royce, or excuse me, Brandt has extended to 2026. Hopefully we'll have a few more extensions announced here in the coming weeks. Uh, I think we're a little behind given during the international break, we were supposed to have more news regarding Bellingham, Hummels, Royce, uh, but we're still looking to finalize some details with those players. I know for sure with Royce, we're looking to hopefully have an answer soon. Uh, he was wanting a two-year contract, and I know the club was pushing back and winning a one-year. And I think we're going to go with more of a performance-based contract with his salary, and maybe that'll kind of uh, nudge him on the edge of signing with us. So hopefully there's new more news to come regarding those extensions. But uh, moving on to the Pokal game from last week, which was painful, to say the least. Just Wow. Uh, unfortunately, Hilaire wasn't unavailable for this game, so we were forced to change our shape and playstyle a bit, especially with Malin being the lone striker up top. Uh, game started with Dortmund having the worst half of I've, I've ever seen, at least in a long time now. Uh, and this is coming off the Bayern game just before as well. I mean, two games in a row that were pretty bad, but this was much worse. Uh, starting the game off looking extremely wobbly in defense misplacing passes left and right, and looking pretty clueless at times as well, as Leipzig continued to pile on the pressure, exploiting us on the counter with uh, their pace and, and trying to find space to exploit as well, just creating chance after chance in the first 10 minutes. And again, painful to watch, given you would expect this team to come out and respond, given their horrendous performance against Bayern just a few days prior to that. 
Uh, we knew this three-game stretch was going to be extremely difficult. We knew this three-game stretch was going to be crucial and vital to the rest of our season, given we could be knocked out of the Pokal, and if we don't take these games against Bayern and Union seriously, we could very well be out of the title race in the Bully as well. So it, it was just it was crucial that we got a grip on this game early on. And if it weren't for Leipzig not capitalizing and Werner just being shit, and also Kobel being back to his best, we should have been down 3-0, even in the first 15-20 minutes, in my opinion. But uh, we just could not slow down the game or the tempo whatsoever. Again, Leipzig continued to just press us nonstop. Uh, we could not stay compact whatsoever. There were a lot of gaps in our defense. Gaps behind. Hummels obviously didn't... He didn't look up to really uh, much Matt Fitness either. I don't know if he's just... You know, just given compared to the first half of the season and how fit he looked. And I know he talked about during the preseason in the summer, he played, I think it was a lot of tennis that helped him keep his fitness to help him be in, he said, I think the best shape he's been in in a long time, at least since he's back in, been since back into a uh, Dortmund kit. But he just looks like he's, I don't know if the age is really getting to him, I guess, finally, but the he's just really slow. And he was really slow this game, of course, too, which uh, we'll talk about more as the game went on. But, Again, couldn't control the uh, the game whatsoever. Our possession was pretty poor as well. We could not string together five and ten yard passes, which was just uh, abysmal to watch. I want to talk about Ozchan real quick. Does he not just look like a man with close to zero confidence in himself at the moment? I mean, shying away from duels, choosing not to pick out runs from players like Royce, who made a pretty good run, uh, a great run in behind in the first quarter hour of the game. And he looked at him for a split second and immediately just kind of made a regressive pass. And I get he's he's simple with his passing. I mentioned in his debut against Hertha that he was uh, he's simple with his passing. But I also mentioned he was very smart with his passing as well. And he had just more confidence on the ball in general. But right now, again, he just seems so negative. It's either side to side, backwards, or a misplaced pass going forward. And then, again, shying away from the duel to win possession back. Just... <sighs> It's just really disappointing, given how promising he looked at the beginning of the season. And I still think there is a good player in there, in Ozchan. I, I do believe that. And with uh, you know the money we spent for him, he was obviously a bargain as well. And he's only been here half a year, so he's got plenty of time to improve. But that's just it. He needs to improve. And I really just think he just was extremely disappointed in this game. And, and he's had a really disappointing start to the calendar year in general, unfortunately. But yeah, Ozchan was, he was just almost just another man on the field at times, it seemed like. But uh, anyway, after we finally started to keep the ball a bit better, after I think the 13th minute or so, we could sort of have a decent uh, look at goal with a um, quick switch of play. And then we almost played Malin in. Uh, but unfortunately, yeah, it didn't really pan out. Started to control the tempo a little bit better after about 20 minutes, but immediately after that, we concede. Hummels was beat with his pace, but it's not just explicit to him either. He, uh, exclusive to him either, excuse me. It was just poor defending overall to concede in that first goal, and it had, be coming since, it had been coming since the very first whistle. I mean, if it, again, if it hasn't been, hadn't been for... Werner just not finishing off his chances and 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 Kobold just being in the form really uh to what we know he can be at should have been down two or three nil easy and even after that first goal you'd expect 
the team to wake the hell up. You know, you still have a, a title to uh, compete for. And you still have a very realistic chance of winning the tournament if you get past Leipzig. And we just continued to be second to every 50-50 ball. Again, just looking really flat, really limp. Leipzig showed up to play. And we just and we just didn't, especially in that first half. We waited for the game to come to us rather than taking the game by the horns and going to win. Really flat, really limp, and just and just a flaccid performance in that first half. It was it was it was uh, it was tough to watch. And whenever we did, whenever we did win possession, we couldn't find a gap in the middle. Nor was there even a midfielder to release pressure or a center forward to play or up an attack to play off of. So we kept trying to force the ball through our fullbacks down the touchline, and it always ended up a cul-de-sac. Zero play down the middle, and it was just the same forced play over and over, even though we knew it wasn't going to work. We knew it was it was just a lost cause trying to get up those touchlines. We couldn't progress the ball past even the halfway line. What seemed like the majority of the half, in my opinion, barring maybe two or three, I don't know. Uh, chances that we got into their final third, and that's not even really a chance at goal, but just us getting a sniff of just their side of the uh, field. So I wonder if, uh, you know, we're offloading to Hood. He's not extending. Are we going to replace him with another press-resistant center midfielder at the moment? Because this game should have been a glaring example of why we need someone like him in this squad. Someone who can, again, you know, break the press, who can ping balls out from the back. Chan has some of those qualities, for sure, but he's not that kind of midfielder that can actually uh, progress the ball like that. It's it, He's not a dehoot. He's more of the muscle in the, in the sixth position who's going to break up play. And you could see just with that center midfielder and also not having Haller up top, and not even, I mean, Malin, I mean, he didn't have a good game either, but I'm not going to have a go at him just simply because at least in the sense of his position, because he's up there just left to dry. I mean, he's up there alone. He's not a center forward. He's not going to win those aerial duels. He doesn't have the physicality for someone to play off of. And you can't expect to get really anything going down the middle with no center midfielder like Tahoud or center forward like Hilaire. Overall, it's just the first half from Dortmund was just so careless and so pedestrian looking. Again, like I mentioned last week, we were just really looking like the pre-World Cup Dortmund. You know, you'd expect coming off a 10-game winning streak. And, uh, you know, we had some stumbles here and there, of course, against Chelsea. And, and, and Bayern was a tough watch as well. But this is a game where you can bounce back. And you still have silverware to compete for. So, Wolf comes off at half. Rearson is... Uh, Put on the right, he was initially as our left back for this game. I think Rearson, you know, he may be able to have, play a bit better against Raum, the, the Leipzig's left back, as I feel he's a little bit better on the ball in terms of skill. Uh, we also switched uh, two up front, giving Malin some much-needed help uh, because his decision-making is it was not great this game. Don't get me wrong. But again, that aside, Malin just has zero support in this game. So it just looked like we had 10 men on the field at times and Malin was just kind of out there left to dry. So it was a miracle that we were only down one nil in the, in the first half. I can't, I can't just stress that enough. It's, it's insane. Um, I wish I could say the second half was a big improvement too, but it wasn't no idea how Leipzig didn't score three, four goals before the first hour. 
Jude came on right after the first hour and, and helped us drive up the middle a bit more, just like I was saying, progress the ball a little bit more in the middle. Uh, but it was still just such a flat performance. Jude helped a little bit, sure, but having no target figure up front or even just really an idea going forward rather than forcing it up the touchline and getting it recycled back and, uh, you know, side-to-side passing and then just getting exposed in the counter, that was pretty much cut and dry just how this game was, unfortunately. I mean, where is the fire? Where is the passion from these players? This, again, this was much, much worse than the Bayern game. At least in Bayern, in Munich, we started on the front foot. We... What, we won a corner in the first 45 seconds ago or so against Bayern. Uh, at the end of the game, we scored two goals. I thought we maybe, maybe had two or three minutes max of decent football against Leipzig. Maybe. And that was right before we conceded the first goal, too. So it, 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 was, it was tough to watch, man. So you're knocked out of the Pokal, unfortunately. And now you're going into the third game of this an incredibly difficult three-game stretch. Munich away, Leipzig away in the Pokal. Now you're back home against Union. Uh, lost 2-1 against Leipzig, obviously. Knocked out of the Pokal. And against Berlin, now you have Haller back. Uh, we have a slightly different shape here. So you have the target man up front. Chan was back in the middle. Jude was starting again, so we got a little bit of a rest against Leipzig, which I think out of any game to rest Jude, I'm, I was a little confused of why we chose against Leipzig, but uh, 2020, I guess, is, uh, hindsight is 2020, I guess, on that one. But either way, Malin got the start again, this time again with a little bit more help up front. Uh, started better. I mean, we're still very sloppy in our build-up play, for sure. And and we invited Union to keep the pressure on, invite us into those traps, force mistakes in dangerous areas. But at least we started a little bit more on the front foot compared to the the game previously. And... We grew into the game well. Having Haller was a massive difference in how we play. You know, looking, some people were saying these past few weeks, you know, when one of the goals going to start to fall for Haller? When is Haller going to start net more? And, and, you know, I've talked about his fitness a bunch, whatever, so I'm not going to reiterate that. But I, w- I do want to talk about, you know, looking past all of that, the man is, is just a figure that we need up top at the moment. Someone who can create space for other attackers like Malin. Someone that could win aerial duels and can provide space and link up play in the middle. That's someone we desperately need. Need, excuse me, needed against uh, the cans in the Pokal game. It's uh, it's it's night and day, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not even talking really about Modest because he lacks pretty much everything that I was talking about at the moment, at least besides his physicality. But uh, Hilaire is just he's just that center forward figure that we need to play off of. And he's going to win those areas. I mean, he's 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 for sure still, again, trying to get back up to match fitness. He's not as strong as looking, I think, just given because of his treatment and everything. So he's still getting bullied a bit by center or center backs. But still, at least we have somewhat of a chance going forward down the middle when you have a layer up top. So, uh, yeah, started, you know, a little bit better than Leipzig. Grew into the game well. Uh, eventually, we scored right at the ha- half-hour mark. It was a classic Dortmund team uh, goal. Switch a play from Brandt, followed by a great cross from Rafa, and finished off by Malin. Malin does a great job of getting on the inside of the defender and keeping a cool head to finish off the play. Uh, it's a goal you would expect from Haller to score, honestly. I mean, that's a classic center-forward goal. Nonetheless, Donny on the clean or on the score sheet again, and 
That's Malin's fourth goal and second assist in his last six games now. So six goal contributions in six games. And I ask myself, and I ask you guys, the listeners, are we finally seeing the arrival of Daniel Malin? I mean, it looks like things are really beginning to click for him. Still loads of room improvement, for sure. To be sure, his decision-making is uh, still miles to go for that. Um, but he looks better and better by the game this calendar year. I mean, he, he looks like he's got a little bit more confidence in himself and a little gravitas about him. Uh, you've seen like his, his roulettes and everything, and, his, and he's, he's linking up play. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we have Malin as another attacker at the moment because right now you're kind of looking at the squad and you're wondering how we're going to score goals at times. And I'm, just, I'm glad we have another option that can uh, provide that pace that uh, clearly Malin can show he, he can get in these spaces as well and, um, and has a composure to, to finish. Again, it's, it, it's, that's the kind of system he needs almost. Malin is, is having another striker like Hilaire for him or and with him to provide him that space. And it was the same way against uh, Leverkusen whenever Adeyemi started picking up for him. I think that was Adeyemi's first Bundesliga goal, if I'm not wrong, uh, when we were away at Leverkusen. You see, whenever the cross comes in, Hilaire is just just like gravity. Uh, just three or four of the Leverkusen defenders are surrounding him and swarming him, and it just leaves acres of space for Adeyemi to receive the ball in the opposition's box, take a touch, and then finish. So that's huge for whoever else we want to pair up top with him. I mean, you could keep going down the list. With Mukoko, it doesn't matter. So go up one nail and a half. Uh, Come out the second half. We can see it in the 60th minute, unfortunately. Uh, that was, <clears throat> excuse me, Sule was in La La Land for that goal. I mean, that was shocking. I mean, I talked about, again, the fire and the passion from these players. I have no clue what was going through Sule's head. Not even, not even just him not jumping and trying to win the initial header, but he just watched afterwards and had no intention of hustling back. I mean, that's just pure laziness. And you see that from time to time in Sule's game where it's just like, do you even give a fuck? Do you give a fuck? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's slightly concerning that um, he can be that player sometimes. So you're hoping he can maybe kind of put that stuff behind him as he grows older and uh, can just look like he give a shit a little bit more in, in times like this. Because again, I mean, what a incredible, I cannot understate the importance of this game let alone we only have one goal lead and didn't jump, turn around and just walked back while the play is still happening, leaving Hummels out to try. So we uh, conceded the goal, 1-1. The team responded well right after conceding, though, I do have to say. We had a few shots on target, won some corners. Uh, Sule had a chance at goal in one of those corners and just headed it right over the crossbar, unfortunately. But, you know, we we had that energy. We didn't drop our shoulders, which... How many times have I said it on this show that this team is very prone to that? Uh, Mukoko comes on in the 74th minute for Hilaire. as uh, the right call from Terzic, in my opinion. I mean, Hilaire was a big help. I'm not trying to contradict that by any means, but Mukoko is a game changer in these situations. And that's what Terzic said, actually, to Mukoko, and Mukoko talked about in, the, uh, in his interview on the Dortmund channel as well, that Terzic gave him that confidence and told him, you can go change the game in, in, in this match. And... That's exactly what he did. I mean, even before Mukoko scored, he was looking dangerous. 
initially he had a similar opportunity from his goal, uh, but he just didn't finish his run, unfortunately. I think that was just kind of a lack of instinct. But still, I mean, he kept his head up. He kept trying. He kept pushing himself. And eventually, a few minutes later, he did fin- finally actually finish his run on the second time. And, uh, I mean, the Berlin defenders were kind of sitting there um, dazed and confused for a second, too. But Mukoko, again, just he's, he's got the instinct and took the initiative to actually f- finish his run, followed the ball, and had a great first touch around the keeper, had a cool collected finish, put us up 2-1. Now, I forget if this happened before or after the goal, forgive me, but Rafa made one of the most, excuse me, I would say the most important tackle of this season so far, which is something I thought I would that would never come out of my mouth. Um, who said Rafa can't defend? It wasn't me. <laughs> um, I, did, I couldn't believe, I mean, he even puts a, slightly puts a foot wrong there, and it's a penalty and possibly a red card. And the fact that he just defended that so well is is uh, is crazy. So he he kept uh, Berlin still at one goal, finished off the game pretty well in my opinion. JBG came on, had a good chance to get us a third goal, but made the wrong decision in shooting whenever Jude made a run to his left. Uh, but it was a still strong finish. Um, it it was definitely a strong finish for these three stretch of game, the stretch of three games. Excuse me given how dreadful the first two were. I was really concerned how we are going to come out against Berlin, given our performance against Leipzig. I mean, you you know, you know, go to Munich and you, and you get pummeled. That's nothing new, unfortunately, in recent years. But you try to shake that off. You're still in the race, and you're obviously still in the Pokal. Go out and try to get a result. We completely bottle it and have a flaccid performance against Leipzig. But now, yeah, again, really concerned against how we're going to play against Berlin. I didn't think we were going to come out and uh, get a win here. Honestly, I was I was uh, I was scared because we know how dangerous this Berlin side can be. We know how aggressive this Berlin side can be, and we know how strong mentally this Leipzig or excuse me this Berlin side can be. They do not give up, they do not let up, and they do not give teams to work with the space that they have. So uh, it's a huge win, huge, huge, huge win. And Dortmund now sit two points behind Bayern. There is no room for any more losses. We're already extremely fortunate enough to be in the position that we in or that we are in right now, given we have seven losses. I mean, it's funny that like we have seven losses, which it's not terrible, but at the same time, I think like six of those came before the calendar year. So it again, very fortunate enough to be even in second place and also still pretty damn close to Byron in the table. Uh, I can't imagine Byron are going to drop many more points this season, to be honest with you. So we just have to keep doing our part and keeping the pressure on them to get them to keep performing, which is uh, what we're doing this weekend. We're away at Stuttgart, who have won two of their last three games in all comps. Uh, I watched the Stuttgart game when they hosted Byron a few weeks ago, and they tested them, man. I mean, they, just like Berlin, they did not give up. They came and took the game to Bayern. Uh, they they had a lot of great chances. They scored a goal. Um, I think they were pretty unfortunate enough to not have a point at the end of the day in that game, to be honest with you, um, at least from what I remember. But either way, we'll have to wait and see uh, how we perform against Stuttgart. I saw today, according to the BBB News blog, that apparently Sule 
is having some muscular problems, so he may be doubtful, unfortunately. <laughs> the injury list just continues to grow. Schlatterbeck has... There was video evidence of him being... Um, I'm not, I don't even know if I'm going to use the word training here, but I'll say individual training, for lack of a better term, just getting some touches on the ball. So that was pretty promising to see, given he was... I mean, he still will be ruled out for at least a few more weeks, minimum. But, you know, we're on, we're not even barely in halfway through April, and the man is already back on the field. So that's very promising. Hopefully we can continue to have depth in that center back position. I'm interested to see how our back line looks going, going into this next game. If Sule is hurt... Now we're down to one fit center back in Hummels. I, I said last week that Chan should stay in his number six, but I'll tell you what, if we don't have another one at the moment, I don't know how else we're going to really proceed. Uh, I don't think Koulibaly, again, is is at, at where he needs to be going into a game like this. So, again, we'll have to wait and see. Thursday, Friday, we'll have more updates for you, uh, given you know Terzik, what he tells the media, and, and how the physio team is feeling. Uh, other than that, very short episode, but I have no one to riff off with, so it's just, we're looking, um, again, pretty short episode today. Uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Whoever has given us five-star reviews in the past or recently, or even if you haven't given us a review, but you just spent the last 30 minutes with listening to me ramble, thank you. Genuine thank you to all of you who support, for all of you who just listen to the show, for tuning in. Uh, we love doing this for you guys and hopefully we can be a, a solid resource for you for people who are just getting into Dortmund or rather just uh, have been a fan for a while and just and need some more coverage from, um, uh, from English sources. So either way, thank you very much for listening. If you do want to give us a five star and want a shout out, shoot us a screenshot or whatever and of your rating and we'll give you a shout out next week. I know Jake uh, mentioned that last week, but uh, we did have some more ratings, but I just didn't see someone sending any, so I just didn't know who to shout out. So if you are feeling that, you do not have to do that. But if you are, go ahead and give us a five star. And uh, we will see you next week after the Stuttgart game. Have a great weekend. Good luck to Dortmund. And maybe we'll have some more <laughs> times I'm the host in the future. I have no idea. Maybe you hated this. So, <laughs> All right.